Because the Sikh is Chelek Chaf, Parsha Noyach, Sikh, all of a summary of the Sikh. At the beginning of this Parsha, it says, Eilat Tolis Noyach, these are the children of Noyach. Noyach was a tzaddik in his generation. So there are two interpretations that Rashi says. One is that, what does he mean by in his generation? One says that it's a complementary statement that even in his generation where he was surrounded by all the evil in the world, still he was a tzaddik. Imagine if he was around, surrounded by good people, he would certainly be a tzaddik. The other opinion says, no. In comparison to his generation, he was a tzaddik. Had he been in the generation of Avram, he wouldn't have been considered anything special. So we have to understand this. What do you mean, had he lived in the generation of Avram? Noyach did live in the generation of Avram. Noyach was 50, uh, Avram was 58 years old when, Av- when Noyach died. So there was an overlap of 58 years. He lived alongside Noy- uh, Avram. And if you want to say that, uh, well, Avram, there was a time in Avram's life that he also worshipped idols, and he wasn't yet the tzaddik that he was later, which is true, but, you know, he already began in the young age to find Hashem, and certainly when he was, by the time he was 58, he already had a, a full comprehensive understanding of it. Not only that, he already made followers at that time. There were people that he was teaching it to. He already confronted Nimrod with his beliefs and so on, and all the people that lived in Urkazdim. And he had already come to, on his own, without any teacher, he already reached an understanding of Hashem, not like Noyach, who had to be taught at all, he was taught by Mishra Selech, his grandfather about it, and so on. But he was a complete, Avram Avinu already was a person of note, even at the time that Noyach died. So what do you mean, had he been? He was at the time of Avram. So let's understand a little bit about the age of when Avram came to recognize Hashem. There is many, a number of different opinions or ages that are given, three years old, 40 years old, 48 years old, 50 years old. The Rambam in the laws of Abay Dazara says that he was 40 years old when he came to recognize Hashem. So the, Ram, the Ravid says, there is a Medrash that says that he was three years old. And we know this because the Pasuk says, Ekev Asher Shom Avram B'Kaili, Akev, because of, uh, of Rome, listened to my voice. But they also interpret it as Akev is the, the numerical value of 172. Avram Avinu lived for 175 years, but for 172, he was a follower of Hashem. What happened the first three years? Only at three years did he come to recognize Hashem. So there was only 172. But that's how we know that he was three. So he asks the question why does he pick 40? Why doesn't he say three? The Kesem Mishnah says it's actually not a contradiction. Each one is talking about a different point. He started thinking about these things when he was three, came to full recognition when he was 40. So the Rambam is focusing on when he came to understand it fully. Okay. But even that we have to understand because most places it says 48, not 40. But the Rambam, even though the Rambam may have had a version that says 40, but why did he choose the version that says 40 when most places it says 48? And he didn't have to write any age at all. Actually, why does he write 40? Another question is, the Rambam also recognizes in the laws of Avadizar at the beginning, where he gives a historical explanation of it, he says that when he was a young boy, Avram was already thinking about this. But for some reason, he doesn't mention that he was three years old. He's talking about the fact that Avram was young. Why doesn't he mention that he was three? 
So to understand this, we have to understand a general uh, understanding of what is the Rambam doing in this introduction. In chapter 1 of the Laws of Avedah Zarah, the Rambam goes into a very long expl- explanation of how the law, how Avedah Zarah came about, and then how Avram countered that, and what happened, what was the history of Avedah Zarah. He says, in the days of Enish, the people made a big mistake. Their big mistake was that they said that Hashem himself appointed the sun and the moon and all of these agents to run the world for him, so he would want us to show honor and respect to his agents that represent him. So they began to give respect to the sun. That was their first mistake, says the Rambam. That's where it all began. Even though they were doing it in order to honor Hashem, but it's a big mistake. And then he continues that after a while, people, there were false prophets that came along and they said, Hashem, that God said to worship the sun. And then they began to build temples to them and they put up images of the one that they were worshiping. This that they were worshiping, and then they began to worship the images themselves, and they forgot all about Hashem altogether. Then it evolved; it devolved into they didn't know Hashem exists. The image of the sun—that's what they worship, or whatever image they were worshiping. Until Avram came along, and then he goes on in the Halacha Gimel. He says that he began to think in his mind, and he was looking around him, and he saw that you know this can't be. And he began to, he came to an understanding of Hashem's true existence, and he began to teach it to people. And there were thousands and tens of thousands of followers. Then he taught it to Yitzchak and to Yaakov, and Yaakov taught it to his children. But then he goes on to say that the Yidin forgot about that when they were amongst the Egyptians. They began to worship uh, idols again. And then Hashem sent Moshe Rabbeinu, and he taught the Yidin that they were chosen, they were special, and that Hashem has taken them, and he gave them mitzvahs. He gave them importance by giving them mitzvahs, and that's how he brought them back to, you know, again, that they didn't worship Avedazar anymore. So we have to understand why the Rambam gives such a detailed historical explanation of it when the Rambam is a book of law. He's not a book of history. So why does he give this very extensive uh, historical overview? So therefore we have to say that chapter 1 is actually, which is the historical overview, is actually a halacha. It actually describes a halacha. It's an introduction to the laws of Avedizara because it communicates a halacha. What is that? While it's true that the laws of Avedizara express themselves in what you're not allowed to do. You're not allowed to bow down to an idol. You're not allowed to uh, you know, uh, bring a carbon to an offering to an idol and so on. They're basically negative mitzvahs, do not do so and so. But the underlying principle of it is that you have to understand what, what's wrong with Avedazara. You have to understand that there cannot be any created being that is in any way important, not, e- not even an angel, certainly not a, a, you know, a, the sun or the moon or any other created being. Nothing stands between a person and Hashem. All of them are only tools in the, in the hands of Hashem. Just like if a, a carpenter built you a, a cabinet and you thanked the carpenter for doing such a beautiful job, you wouldn't thank his hammer. You did such a great job uh, hammering the nails because the hammer has no role in this. He is simply a tool in the hands of the, of the carpenter. The sun and the moon and the angels, they are all hammers in the hand of Hashem. There's no reason to show any importance to any of them at all. 
So these are things which a person has to understand that everything else is worthless in comparison in any way. Only Hashem should be worshipped. As Rambam goes on to explain it. And that's why he explains how uh, the, the Enosh people made the mistake and how it devolved into worshipping actual stone. Therefore, even in order to be able to fulfill the laws of do not do so and so to an Avedizara, the negative mitzvahs, you have to have a foundational understanding of what's wrong with it. Why shouldn't you say, maybe the sun is worthy of worship? You have to understand why it's not worthy. That's why this introduction actually explains this principle of what you're supposed to, that a yid has to have in his mind, that all of it is worthless. Nothing is important, only Hashem Himself. And then you could reject Avedizara properly. So it's not just an introduction, it's not a historical overview. It gives you the foundation of how not to worship Avedizara. And the Rambam shows the, how it devolved. First he says that they made a mistake. They, the logical, the, the smart people made a mistake. He's trying to show that it was a logical error. It's all logical and that they made a mistake. And that caused them to devolve and to go lower and lower in their mistaken impression of what it is until they started doing the stupidest thing, the f- most foolish things. Eventually, uh, false prophets, uh, you know, told them lies. Hashem uh, told them that they should do this. It's all going further and further away from seichel, from just rational thinking, until they forgot about Hashem altogether. That's what it led to. Then he comes along. And he says, "Then Avram came along. What did Avram? How did he come to recognize Hashem? Not through some miraculous thing. He did it logically." He looked at the world around him and he said, it's impossible that all of this should be happening on its own. There has to be someone that's running this whole thing. It was a logical thing that he came to. And that's what the Ramam is trying to teach here. The whole thing is understood logically. That nothing else is valuable. Avraham Avinu came to recognize that it's all, that Hashem is there. He knew it from the world itself. The world itself declares that Hashem is the one that created it. So that's why it's halacha, because the Ramam is saying you have to understand these things in order to be able to be protected from going down the wrong path on this matter. Which could be the reason why the Ramam says that Avram Avinu was 40 when he came to recognize it, because the Mishnah says that 40 is the time when a person reaches a thorough understanding of what he sees around him. But Arboim Labina. And this is no different, this is just a natural thing. Just like when it says when a person is 30, he reaches his optimum strength, which is not uh, some spiritual thing, it's just the physical reality. A child, when he's five, can begin to understand Chumash and so on. When you become 50, you become wise because uh, age gives you experience and so on. So, And although, of course, it's true that Avram became smarter and smarter and so on, as, uh, and more deeply, more deeply understanding his commitment to Hashem as he went on in age, but 40 is the time when you reach a certain uh, perfection, thorough understanding of it. That's why the Rambam says that it was a natural thing. He reached it when he was 40. That's why he chooses 40 over 48. And that's also the reason that he doesn't say that Avram Avinu was three years old when he, became, when he began to recognize Hashem, because that may, might have made it seem as if this is some, some super rational thing. I mean, a three-year-old kid 
beginning to understand these things, it might have made it seem miraculous. So he doesn't want people to think that. So he said, when he was young, he began to understand it, but he doesn't want to pin it on the age three, which would make it seem supernatural. It has to be understood as something logical. The rejection of Avodah Zarah is logical. That's the underpinning of it, and that will keep you safe from, from worshiping Avodah Zarah. Then he goes on to describe what happened when Avram, he began to conduct um, debates with them to show them their foolishness. When he began to win those debates, so then the king Nimrod said he's upsetting his, our whole thinking process here. So he, let's kill him. They tried to kill him. Then he went and he uh, gathered people, tens of thousands of people gathered around him and he inculcated, he implanted in them this belief this understanding that Hashem is the only valuable source, the only one that created all of it. Which now we can understand why it says in the Mishnah, in the Sari and Rashi, in the, in the Gemara, that had he been in the generation of Avram, it doesn't mean to compare him to Avram. It means to compare him to the generation of Avram. Avram raised a generation, through, which was all believers in Hashem. Had Noyach been part of that generation, he wouldn't have been anything special. All of them believed in Hashem. Avram, Avram Avinu made them all recognize the truth of Hashem. That's who uh, Noyach is being compared to. And that happened not during the lifetime of Noyach. Because in the beginning, Avram was only con- um, c- conducting debates. He hadn't yet brought people around to thinking that way on their own they couldn't answer his uh, they couldn't answer his challenges but they hadn't yet adopted his way of thinking he may have convinced them that yeah well maybe it's true and so on but they didn't yet begin to they weren't didn't become the generation of Avram the people that followed Avram that only happened when he went to Yisrael which was already in the 70s when he came to Yisrael and that's when he began it, when he transformed people into believers in Hashem and then Noyach was already gone so he wasn't there as the generation of Avram that's what, the, what he, that's what they're saying but based on this we now have to understand something else if it's all based on logic if that's what the Ramam's trying to teach that in order to protect yourself from Avedazara it has to make sense to you it has to become your way of thinking so then what happened he says in the th- third halacha when the Yidin we, we spent a lot of time in Egypt, in Golis and Egypt, so they left behind the laws of Abed They began to worship Abed this, gener- this nation, which had been trained from birth by Avram, Yitzhak, Yaakov, and so on, to be believers in Hashem, they began to worship Abed The question is, how is that possible? How is it that the people that were trained as the believers in Hashem should go back to Avedazara? It's totally illogical. How could something like that happen? And the answer to that is, one can never rely on their own intellect to guide them in life. It's not necessarily true that just because you understand something to be right, that's what you will do. It's not so. The only thing, as we see by the Yidin, they knew the, the principles, they were taught the principles, they understood the principles, and yet they worshipped Avedazara. What saved them from Avedazara was that Hashem sent Moshe Rabbeinu down, and He appointed him as a Navi, and He told, instructed them about what the laws of Avedazara are. He told them, this is not permitted. That's when they worshipped, that's when they left the worship of Avedazara. In other words, 
it has to be a principle that you understand but you can't rely just on that in the end it boils down to we do it because Hashem told us to do it that's when it becomes a muna, it becomes faith when you have it as a faith so then even if your mind your mind uh, says let's do what other people say but no, Hashem said that we can't so that keeps you safer by also having having the, the foundation of it all becomes a muna rather than just relying on your intellect so the Rambam in chapter 1 which seems like an introduction and a historical review actually teaches two fundamental principles of Avedizara one is that you have to be able to understand it the second is that you can't rely on that you also have to have it as a principle because Moshe Rabbeinu told us that this is what Hashem instructed us he gave us his mitzvahs and that's what we live by and the Ramam actually expresses this in those two ways at the beginning of Yesaidiya Taira where he says that it's a mitzvah to know the, the existence of the creator he says to know in other words that it has to be logical at the beginning of Sefer HaMitzvah when he talks about it he says it's a mitzvah to believe that there is a creator because they have to work hand in hand you have to know it, but it has to be found, the foundation of it has to be emuna, faith in Hashem, and that's what keeps you safe, even when you're challenged in your beliefs of Hashem or your knowledge of Hashem. To explain this according to Chesidus, Chesidus says that knowledge is something which is is a creation in itself. It's the, it's a human condition. Knowledge is a, um, uh, intellect is a human condition, and since the human condition is limited by definition everything created is limited therefore what can it reach what what can you capture of Hashem through your knowledge you can capture only the part of Hashem which is invested into the world what Hashem when Hashem acts as the creator that's what you can understand with your intellect because your your intellect is a creation in itself but in order to be able to reach and connect to the part of Hashem which is transcendent of the world that can only happen through emuna, which is not something that is defined by the creation, by understanding creation, it's something which transcends by its very nature transcends creation, therefore through emuna, through faith you connect to a higher and deeper level of godliness and just like this is true, this that this difference is true in understanding Hashem in a positive way it also is true in how we have to reject anything outside of Hashem if your rejection of anything other than Hashem is based only on your intellect on your understanding of it since our understanding of, of life itself is based on our being part of creation we are created, our intellect is created everything is created, so therefore how could we reject everything in creation when that's the only thing that we really know, the only thing that we actually relate to. So through our seichel we can't possibly totally and absolutely reject all of creation as being totally worthless in the comparison of Hashem. It's just not a possible thing. Only when you accept the rejection of Abedazara based on Amuna, based on faith, so now it's not anymore dependent on your understanding of how it is. Now you can truly reject any kind of Avedazara, even the most subtle of any kind of Avedazara.